Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great podcast. But I also love those strange podcasts that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Jonah Radio. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Oh, Neil, girl! Out here, it's just a little bit Ooh, strange, but I'll trip with you. Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang on with your friends. Yes, 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 it is time for Jonah Ray, Dio can't make it, um, um, but Cash Hartzell's here. Yes, he is. That's He's me, robot not now. Dio. Uh, and then also, who Young is not Young. Dio? Neil Mahoney, not Dio. I'm not Dio. Dio. Not Dio. Nadia. First time I noticed that in the in our little opening credit thing, whatever that jingle is, Cash mm-hmm. is the only one that doesn't have a line. He does have a line. No, uh, I it's do. A, it's valediction. It's, yeah, valediction. Yeah, it's kind of dorky. Well, I mean, I was going just based off of the drops that, you know, Bill Taggart had sent. And that was the one drop he had of uh, of cash. <clears throat> I, I, I do enjoy it every week. I go, hey, there's my there's me being a big dork. Yeah. You know what? I'll uh, I'll 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 try and make another one and I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll switch up some of the the samples there uh, in there. The opening you heard um, that Tony Thaxon impression was by Justin Wise. He sent that in. Uh, that was very fun to hear. Uh, if you haven't listened to uh, Bizarre Albums by Tony Thaxon, I highly suggest checking it out. It is a great, great podcast. 50 minute, 15 minute episodes about weird re- novelty records and weird records that have come out over the years. And Crispin it, Glover this week or oh, really? last week. Whenever you're doing the, yeah. What's this? What's his album called? Not the rat, the rat catcher is his his book. No, and a a movie of or no, no, that's Willard. near a movie. Um, Willard, I have it movie. right here. Uh, Crispin Hellion Glover minus the big problem does not equal the solution. The solution equals let it be. That's is the name of his album. <laughs> a true, true weirdo. Yay! Yeah, he is. Got to, he was on uh, uh, he was on the Nerdist years ago, and uh, boy oh boy, uh, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that keeps on talking, and then you're kind of going like, oh my god, where are you going with this? Like, where, <laughs> are you are you about to tell us about aliens and how you've met them, or or you know just uh, like you know Sandy Hook was a false flag? Yeah, you know, there's all this like there's that he has that vibe of just nine eleven was an yeah. inside job kind of stuff going on. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with that vibe now. I use that to run away from people at work um, when I start to get that vibe. People, what people on, say real... is a re. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just uh, Neil. We haven't heard from Neil. Is he being recorded? I'm here. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm paranoid now because of the times you you've just dropped out. Yeah. Well, if you read the chat, then I'll let you know if I drop out. Okay, cool. No, yeah, usually, point. usually, like I have like you know uh, all the music news stuff on my on my desktop, so I don't really see the uh, chat as much, and I apologize for that 
Neil. Neil, any takes on Crispin Hellion Glover? Uh, he's pretty good in Charlie's Angels. He is great in Charlie's Angels. He doesn't speak, right? Although, uh, I don't think so. No, he screams in the in the the last one. Yeah, and he. I remember at one point he gets his hair pulled out. Yeah, but it's it's all about the looks in that in that movie. It's it's pretty great. Are you now a fashion uh, reporter for Entertainment World? I just meant his his looks. Uh, I know, I know, uh, I know what you meant. But uh, to take the camera, I, I I can see see how you assumed that I I have gotten picked up on my fashion blogging. I was I was pimping you out to go into a bit, but uh... oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy, it's all right. Yeah, it's one of those days. Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how you get out of bed in the morning? All right. You no, know, first you what you open up your eyes, you go. I guess it's just one of those days, and then you just struggle to like sit up. All right. Yeah. No. The Sanford. It, I, I struggle to sit up for the entire length of the Sanford and Son theme, which is my alarm, which is across the room. So. <laughs> well, well, wait up. Nah, nah, we're gonna do it all together. But that's all right. What's that, Neil? One of the all-time great TV theme songs, right up there with. Oh yeah, very true, Neil. I think you're gonna have to get up on your mic there. You're real quiet. Get up on. How's this? Ooh. Cash is always delicious. Cash is always right up there, and I love it. Um. Thank you. All right, uh, let's you know. Let's play a song. How about that? All right, that sounds good. Uh, I'm thinking maybe something from Sad Thirteen. Yeah, Sadie Duplice or whatever her name is. Uh, she's you know from the band Speedy Ortiz. We've played some of her solo stuff before. It's really really great. She's uh, put out a new single for a new album coming out later this year. Uh, so this is a song, a new song from Sad Thirteen on Jonah Radio. Coming at you. Best. 
All right. That was great. I love her solo stuff. I love Speedy Ortiz. Um, you know, Speedy Ortiz, really good kind of almost, you know, mathy, noisy indie rock stuff. And then I love like the fuzzy beats of uh, the Sat 13 stuff. Um, and uh, that song was Chasing the Ghost of a Good Time. Which uh, think, we've all uh, done that. We've all done that. Yes. Um, it's one of those... Uh, it's just it's yeah it's just like it's like let's do let's go and let's let's go out again let's last night was so fun let's do it again it's a very very 20s thing i think right yeah yeah we can always top it yeah just like one of my favorite lines from uh shaw the dead you know what we should do tomorrow keep drinking (laughs) yeah yeah that was kind of a that was kind of philosophy statement when i saw that um, yeah. I was like, these guys get it. <laughs> it's on random. Uh, my my favorite thing too is uh like when he does the impression. I know we talk about the, I talk about this all the time, but like uh where it's like he makes them laugh with the uh the you know orangutan impression, and then like uh he and then like Nick Frost goes, "See, I knew you'd get over her." Like that's all it took for him to get over his relationship. And it's funny because I, I I'll pull that out sometimes. Like we're like D will be, you know, like we'll be having like a like a talk about stuff, and like, and you know, she'll be upset about something, and then I'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk through it, and then, um, and then like I'll make her laugh about something. And I go, see, I knew you'd get over it. <laughs> <laughs> just want to get to the scoreboard. Let's mark this down as a win and just move on, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the very, the very uh, male thing of just it's like, okay, there's a problem, let's fix it, and then be done with it, and then we move on, right? Yeah, then it's done forever, and we never have to talk about it. Again. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is no past, there is no future. There is only this next segment. Oh, cash! You didn't even say it. Music news. It turns out I can't press a button and and also say the words music news at the same time. So. Um... You're really firing. You're really firing on all cylinder today. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, that's right. It is time for music news. Not a lot of dramatic news I found. Uh, no. Going going through the websites that I go to. Um, uh, one of them being, of course, Spin.com. Uh, Daniel Cohn over there, listener of the show. Um, oh, really, really good guy. Uh, he he he's uh, he's a big fan of uh, the podcast and. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. Known him for a few years. Um, anyways, guys, yeah, what? What's the news? So, so, it's this is kind of music news. So you know Sasha Baron Cohen recently, mm-hmm. uh, you know Borat and Bruno fame and Ali G, um, and of course most famously uh, the the Last Dictator is that or the Dictator? The Dictator, I think it was. Yes. Um, but he, uh, he infiltrated a Washington militia event in Olympia, Washington. Um, it was, and, uh, he, apparently there was like a last minute big donor paid to sponsor the event and hire security. Um, and it turns out that last big minute, uh, last minute big donor was Sasha Baron Cohen and the security they provided was, uh, his own security for when he went up on stage and started singing a country song. Uh, and then when people tried to stop him, 
um, it was it was the security guards that uh, were his that kept people from getting on stage and unplugging everything. Um, wow. And um, basically, he kind of was doing like a, you know, call and response thing. Um, and uh, like, you know, it's like, what are we going to do about Obama? Ch- uh, we're going to give him the Wuhan flu. Oh, wait, Obama, what are we going to do? Inject him with the Wuhan flu. Hillary oh, Clinton, geez. what are we going to do? Lock her up like we used to. Uh, Fauci don't know his head from his ass. He must be smoking grass. I ain't lying. It ain't no jokes. Coronavirus is a liberal hoax. Um, oh, wow. Dr. Fauci, what are we going to do? Inject him with the Wuhan flu. WHO, what are we going to do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. These are the lyrics that he's saying. And wow. of course, because he's kind of brilliant, he got people to sing along. You can kind of hear him. Cash, can you play that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does kind of like Adam Sandler. Yeah, he does do. This is uh the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen will be doing extremely awkward comedy if he is the last person on earth. Yes. Like yeah. he, he he will be making fun of the last other last person on earth. Yeah, it's it's and like he goes into a thing where he's like, it's like, now what do we want to do? And Jack, well, we have food. We want to say chop them up like the Saudis do. Everyone's like the Saudis, and so it's like every other. It's like Obama. What we gonna do? Chop them up like the Saudis do. Where did um, you say this was? This was at Olympia. a in Olympia uh, at a like a Washington State militia event for like a like a pro Trump oh, event. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Um, it did remind me of that great scene uh, <laughs> from um, from the Borat. Borat movie, and we have a little clip of that. If you guys don't remember that, it's very
God. Yeah. She's so good at embarrassing people. Yeah. Not embarrassing people, but like letting them embarrass themselves. It's Well, he embarrasses himself like like I think that's the thing. It's like he disarms people because he's so he's so, you know, awkward and or dumb or embarrassing or like, you know, it's just a, and so people like feel the confidence to like, you know, alpha him. And I mean, that was what was so great about the Borat in general was that he was like he he was eager to learn, but very uh, uninformed and and dumb. And so people would get the confidence to tell him like w- the way it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they they just want to straighten them out. Yeah, yeah. When I was exactly. working with Larry Charles, he would like go on these like not rants, but like just tell these long stories about how complicated it is to shoot that Borat stuff. Yeah. Like they need to have like several escape routes. They need like several vehicles. <laughs> Jeez. Like, yeah. Oh, like just like like basically, it's just it's like. Um, militaristic or i guess in a way right yeah. where it's like yeah, oh, yeah. we need to have these are this is the exit strategy for if this uh this exit gets blocked off so at that point what we would do is we would go around this part you know that, that's got to be yeah. insane and it's like and you're like when you're thinking about that you're like when do you get to think about the jokes <laughs> yes yes yeah. uh the the i remember when zach galifianakis was shooting was it Dog Bites Man or Man Bites Dog? Whatever, whatever the opposite yeah, the, of that French movie is. Show. Man yeah. Bites Dog. Yeah, and he and they had just they had just concentrated on jokes. So he he talked about, and I think uh, I've heard um, Matt, um, Walsh Matt Walsh talk about it too. Yeah, that was it, a great just, great cast. So Zach Galifianakis is the sound guy. Matt Walsh is the host. Um, Andrea Savage as the uh, Andrea Savage as the producer, and Eighty Miles as the camera guy. Yeah. Yeah, and they would they were ba- they basically did kind of what Borat did, where they they pretended they were a local news team and would go into these things. But he he says they were all concentrating on jokes, and then they'd sort of realize, oh, we're in the middle of a white supremacist rally, and we don't know how they're going to react. So that, I I think that show actually might have even gotten offered a second season or something like that. But everybody was like, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore. Like it just yeah. it's too scary. Too stressful. I was never good at that as you know, the, the prank stuff. It always like, Oh, I remember you know, the Bing commercials. I mean, that stuff was just like, that's not a prank. You know, that was just me like going bang or Google. And then having to explain the very complicated, uh, blind taste test situation to people for like 15 minutes. And then they go, I, you know, I really got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought this was like a really quick I thing where I, was- I can win an Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, no. Don't I get to choose between Pepsi's here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, ben Foles has been uh, making some songs and putting them up online uh, during the quarantine times. Um, but uh, but what um, what he did recently, um, what he posted recently was uh, it's like it's kind of like hitting a lot of uh, a lot of people like close to home. Um, and so he did a song about twenty twenty. That kind of uh, he tried to sum up how crazy it is, and here's a here's a little bit of it. Very Ben Foldsy. New Year's Eve, don't it seem like decades ago? 
back in 2019, back when life was slow. Now it's June, we're just halfway done. 2020, here we having fun. How many years will we try to cram into one? You thought we'd be living 1918 again, but we messed that up so bad. God had to toss 1930 in as the sun rose on. 68 this morning A tweet from the John Please let's not add the Civil War How many years Will we cram into one Nice And that's nice Oh boy How much Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good It's a good Ben Fold song where it's just that yeah. kind of Saccharine, sweet, funny Sad <laughs> Yeah yeah, uh, but he says the Randy yeah, Newman thought, of the suburbs. Yeah, exactly. Rocking the suburbs. You know, you, he says, you thought we'd be living 1918 again, but we messed that up so bad. God had to toss 1930 in. As the sun rose on 1968 this morning, a tweet from the John, please let's not add the Civil War. <laughs> oh, his is going to be some great work that somebody's going to unearth someday when they scan the remains of this world. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's going to look back and just go what was happening Jeez. and then it's going to turn out it's going to turn out it was uh 2020 was the result of all the chemtrails oh <laughs> here we go trail. i'm just trying to get nah. some of that rogan listeners up here <laughs> i want Seth? some roganites oh what were we gonna say no seth seth rogan yes they both have a similar last name yeah Spelled differently. Yes, spelled differently. Uh, one's Canadian. Mm-hmm. And one's American. And guess which one is obsessed with fighting? It's not the Canadian. <laughs> um, you guys know the band Refused? Swedish hardcore legends, the Refused? Sure. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, they... Um, they released a new song under their video game guys. Uh, they have like a like a, a band. They do like video game songs uh, uh, for. They're just basically refuse songs. But uh, they did the Ballad of Buck Ravers, and the band is called a uh, Samurai, uh, and it's on a it's on a. They basically they play a fictional band in the upcoming video game Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which is coming out in November, uh, and. That's uh, I'm trying. It's like you know, there's a lot of we've talked about it before. I think um, just the bands in bands in video games. I mean, the most mm-hmm. famously, I think um, Revolution X, uh, the arcade game where you, you uh, were trying to save uh, the, Aerosmith uh, by shooting uh, things by shooting CDs at. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why you're trying to like save Aerosmith either. Either because they're like the most at that point. The most corporate mainstream rock band. Because it's crazy that they're crying for an Armageddon. I don't know. Let's keep going. Keep going, Cash. Uh, And it's uh, there was a dude who was stuck in an elevator that looked like a lady. You're giving Uh, me sweet emotion, Cash. You're giving me that sweet emotion. Keep going. uh, And uh, the uh, 
I ran out of Aerosmith songs. Oh, get and a, it's get a Brian Shame that there's uh, honking on Bobo. No, yeah, you're living on the edge now, Cash. I think you can keep going. Um, uh, Steve Perry's got a boat. Oh God, damn it! I can't believe I forgot about that. I'm, I'm trying to big ten inch. Oh yes. Um. Uh, and it sure is a uh, uh, st- uh, Steven Tyler scarf around here. I don't know. <laughs> bass player lives uh, in my home. Like Who does? Who's the bass player? Tom. Something What's his name? Tom. His name's Tom. Oh, name Tom. Oh, speaking of bass players, uh, thanks for the segue, Neil. Um, baby. Um, uh. Jeff Ahmet from um, what's his name? Uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Jeff Ahmet? Dave Ahmet? Is it Jeff Ahmet? Yeah, yeah Jeff Ahmet. Jeff Ahmet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he uh he put out like a he's he like started recording like a song a day and like for like a week just to kind of get himself out of a rut, and then he uh um he's you know he put him out streaming. But then he also uh, put them out. He's going to be releasing it as a like a limited edition seven inch with the uh, proceeds going to charity. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. Uh, here's a clip of like uh, one of the the single he put out of it. Uh, Cash, can you play that? Let's play him. I was just, I was just thinking. You can tell that we've entered week twelve of the quarantine because bass players are putting out solo albums. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Uh, Less Claypool solo. Oh wait, no, that that doesn't yeah, work. No, no, that, that, yeah, no, um, yeah, no. Yeah. What's um, next? They, um, Tom uh, from Earthman. <laughs> is that the bass player is also named Tom? Yeah, from Aerosmith. Oh, from Aerosmith. Shit. Sorry. I thought for some reason, I thought like I immediately went to like Rage Against the Machine. I was like, oh, God. The bandit, bandit toms. Just, it's just one of those days. What do you guys think? The bass player from Rage Against the Machine has that super gnarly, like, like his Lars Fredrickson and the, right? Lars Fredrickson, the, the disasters or the bastards or some of that? No, no. The bass player from Rage has that tattoo that's just like it's like his whole upper body is just black. Oh yeah, you know when every time I see that, I only my immediate thought is swastikas. So yep. many swastikas. <laughs> yeah. That's my thought too. Or like yeah. you know, uh, maybe like a bunch of ex girlfriends or something. 
Yeah. I remember I yeah. did a, I, I tried to do that as a joke once uh, at UCB, some show at UCB. And I was just like, it's like, it's like, you know, when you see a guy with like a sleeve, that's just all black tattoo, nothing, no design, just all black. And it's like, it's like, and you know, what's behind there swastikas. And it was a pin drop silence <laughs> that I've had, you know, a few times my more, more than my fair share. Um, but I was just like, I was, and like, I, but I had like the room going and it was fun. And like, uh, and then like, right when I said swastikas, it was just like, like no one i was like is it because i said swastikas and someone and someone well, said don't say that word <laughs> really <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say because you you're saying swastikas like schweppes like the ginger ale but isn't swastikas. it swastikas there's no h in there's no h in it but it's german that's true swastikas. there's always a swastikas. There's always some <laughs> i thought it was like indian well, what? the the design. I'm sorry, is I didn't hear. Lying. I didn't hear what I, I didn't hear what Neil said. He says he thought that it was Indian, but oh uh, yeah, but actually the Indian version. It was. It's. I think it's a uh, Buddhist. Uh, but it's it's reversed. It's the other. It goes the, the other direction. Uh, oh, okay. It goes counterclockwise. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. You know Speaking what? Of, you know what? Let's. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of swastikas, um, it's the, uh, time to listen to some music and maybe uh, uh, an ad or two. Hear a little ad? Oh, we got yeah, sweet. Yeah. And we got a new ad too, which is very fun. Very fun. Yes. Can't wait to hear what you do with that cash. Um, all right, so we are going to be playing a submitted track uh, from a band out of Oakland uh, called Tell Me, Tell Me. And the song is called Voices. If you want your music played on this podcast, send it to us. Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. Uh, if you have friends that are in bands and they're not the type that would email us, just get their band camp links and email it to us. Uh, just, you know, and if you're, if you've submitted before and you got on the show, just send you, send you, send your whole scene, you know, send them towards us. We want, we want to play your stuff. This is tell me, tell me. Oh, I, I had it. I had it. You, no, it was, you, perfect. it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> you're perfect. Loud and numerous 
Hey guys, it's Cash, here to talk to you about keeps. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. You can get treated with home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online, very important these days, and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months, so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Keeps offers generic versions of their medication. Of the only true FDA-approved hair loss products out there, you may have tried them before, but you've probably never tried them for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first, first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O radio. Guys, Harry's. How much could you save in one year by switching to Harry's razors? Enough to buy 26 cups of coffee in New York City? Enough for three deep dish pizza dinners in Chicago? Or enough to pay for six months of your Netflix subscription? How? Well, Harry delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand, and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. I love Harry's. I've been using their uh, their kit to shave down before I go and put on my mask. Everybody's wearing a mask these days. You should be, at least. And um, sometimes a little facial hair can get in the way, make it a little harder to breathe. Um, well, you can get a Harry's trial set if delivered right to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash Jonah. Why should you give Harry's a try? Well, Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per, per blade made in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Harry has all of your grooming needs covered. You can get blades, hair care, shower products, all on harrys.com. And feel a little better about your purchases. Not only is 1% of proceeds set aside for nonprofit organizations developing, devoted to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans, but to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners to this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash Jonah and start saving today. us with ads, regularly putting out episodes with ads. What happened to us? We used to be so terrible. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we used to uh, not I, think, I think the distance between us is 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 working out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't get to like just like we don't have to stare daggers into each other for yeah. <laughs> turn, turn, turns Probably. out our faces were what we hated about each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our hearts were always in the right place, but is the it was everything surrounding it. Yeah, that yeah, was the, the problem. 
the fronts. Maybe when we get, if we ever get back together, we we do it back to back. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, space. Yeah, like we're like we're we're getting attacked by orcs. We go. We all go back to back and go into mm-hmm. battle. Yeah, just um, torches. Yeah. So back to the music news. Back to the music news. Do 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 do. Is that two weeks in a row we've gotten bass lines from Cash? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, Guess who um, got um, into bass today? You guys want so, a, a little walk uh, around music? Boom, 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 That's what it's like to walk around. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> get up. Get out of bed. Drag a comb across my head. Um, oh. So get this. You know how there's uh, people trying to play concerts? Bjork is playing three actual concerts in Reykjavik, out in her hometown in Iceland. Um, <laughs> she's uh, partnering with Icelandic Air, uh, Airwaves uh, for Bork, Bjork, <laughs> Bjork uh, Orchestral, a three special matinee show that will raise money for an Icelandic women's shelter. Uh, here's what she... Um, Here's what she posted um, on her uh, her blog. Uh, Dear friends, I would like to invite you to some concerts to honor folks who hit hard as the coronavirus in the Black Lives Matter movement. I recorded almost all my albums with local musicians, homogenic, with an Icelandic string octet, medulo with shola cantorum, an Icelandic mixed choir. Volta with 10 brass girls I found all over the island. And then they later, they formed Wonder Bros. Theophilia <laughs> with Langholz Church Choir. Gradual Nobili. Vonikura with a 15-piece string ensemble. I'm just turning, it's turning a bit into just a female. Uh, Impersonation. Uh, what's the director? Uh, what's the David Lynch. Oh, David Lynch. No, no, not David Lynch. Um, it's a female. Uh, ah, was it? He did Grizzly Man and all that. Um, oh, uh, oh, Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Yeah, yeah. Utopia with twelve female flute players who later formed the flute septet Viibra. Corcopia with hum. They're still going with Hammerhand Choir conducted by Pozzarol Ingolfsson Titter. All of these albums were then performed all around the planet with these musicians. Together, they are over a hundred people. And this would take too long to keep going, but uh, yeah. let's all humbly learn together, transform humongous love. Neil once rubbed up against my butt, Bjork. Wow, that's crazy. It's oh cool my God, Neil, did you hear that? that? That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought maybe... Starshoes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that's really, really wow, cool. <laughs> I didn't know it was that memorable. I mean, I know you remembered it, but um, yeah, I just watched. I mean, I was uh, like 25 at the time. I was really like fit. You're yeah, the you're peak. I have a picture of you from then. You were fucking hot. No shit. Well, you were standing next to me and I was not. So, you know, there's a little. There's the a beard little did a lot for you, Cash. We all agree the beard was a good choice. Yeah, it, it really tied the face together. Um, 
<laughs> the bowling shirts didn't help either. Um, <laughs> it was the nineties. No, it wasn't. Nope, nope. It was the two thousands. Speaking speaking of uh, Iceland, I watched the um, Eurovision oh, Song the- Contest movie last night. Uh, yes, where- I watched it too. What'd you think? The, the, so thought, we're talking about Eurovision, um, the story of uh, Fire Saga. Uh, what was there? Yeah, Fire yeah, Saga. Fire. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's you know directed by the guy that did uh, Wedding Crashers, starring um, Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell, um, and got Pierce Brosnan in it, who was great in it. And then uh, what's the shit? What's the guy's name? Something Stewart, Dan Stewart, or Dan, something like that. Dan um, Stevens was the Dan Stevens. Was the heavy. Yeah. Yeah, um, who was great. It's always fun to see like a really dramatic actor, like, you know, doing something fun like that. Uh, like yeah, playing a the Russian dude, singer guy. Yeah, the dude from Downtown Downtown Abbey. Downtown um, Abbey. Yes. And of course, yeah, one, downtown of best, Ab- one of the best uh, thrillers uh, the past few years is down. Uh, he, did, uh, he was in The Guest, which is a great movie and an amazing soundtrack. I really yeah. recommend everyone go see The Guest. Such a great the movie. Guest, uh, see you there. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, but, the Downton uh, Abbey movie this week twice in this in the same day. They played wow. it twice in the same day. No, it, no was, it was you know on cable, so like it just no, you know. Yeah, that's what I meant. They yeah. someone played it twice in one day, and no, I caught the East Coast feed and then the West Coast feed <laughs> <laughs> in a row. Um, pretty much in a, I think there was like maybe an hour in between. Oh boy, uh, is... good movie, man. Love those yeah, characters. Yeah, I, I, I should watch Neil's the show and approach the movie. To, to entertainment uh, these days is literally like a non-interactive. He's like, I'll switch channels and that's it. He doesn't on demand. Yeah. He just watches the streams. I love like TV. tuning into something that's already going. Cause it takes the, it takes the decision-making process out of the equation where you just kind of go like, it's like, Oh, you know, uh, kill bill volume two just started. I'll, I'll tune into that. You know, yeah. tell you what I did with stream this past week was uh Chris Fairbanks, new special. Rescue Cactus. <laughs> nice. I haven't, I didn't even know he, he put a new one out. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you got to get it on. It's like a weird streaming site and it, it's kind of expensive. I think it was like, I thought you said it was on Vimeo. Yeah. Isn't it like VOD on Vimeo? Yeah. But you have to like pay for it. Yeah. yeah they, they've been doing VOD for a bit where it's just like they can do, you can rent stuff and buy stuff from them uh, and then watch it on the Vimeo app. And it's a great, Vimeo is a great site. Good looking players. But uh, yeah, that, that Will Ferrell movie. Um, I don't know. I like, it's like there was parts that I liked about it and I did get emotional, like, you know, the final performance. Um, mm-hmm. But it was really, it felt really kind of like comedically, it was kind of all over the place tonally. Yeah. It was like the, the overarching, thing was goofy which is really hard to keep a movie together for just like a goofy movie all the way through but besides the goofy movie Unless, um, yes <laughs> and even uh, easier for an extremely goofy movie but and also like it's so it's so not made for americans in that there's so many like other than the four people you mentioned everybody in it is a past euro star uh, is is like yeah, a past or actors, winner, or, yeah, yeah, or actors from Iceland or Finland or uh, and British people, um, and um, yeah, what's the the guy the the guy who played the like the commentator towards the end? He uh, oh yeah, Graham Norton, Graham Norton, yeah. So it's very it's very Eurocentric for sure. Yeah, and Was then Abba they, they... Well, who who Abba 
uh that they are sort of central to the plot they're they're not in it but like oh, okay because uh, uh which i did not know until this movie apparently waterloo wa- won the eurovision contest in the 70s yeah uh, that, that's how oh, they, they got famous is they won that contest yeah so oh, that's shit, i had no idea that's what the sort of the opening scene is is it's 72 and there's kids watching it and that it it makes them happy and then you meet them yeah. 40 years later although that that is one thing it was like we have to somehow make both of these children so it needs <laughs> to be in 72 because uh that's when this actually happened so there's two children here will fair who's gonna grow up to be will ferrell and who's gonna grow up to be rachel mcadams and it's just like rachel mcadams is not 50 like it, it, yeah. clearly in the movie there there's like this age gap and they're just like, we're not going to talk about that. That, that, that doesn't matter, yeah. which it doesn't. It's a comedy. She, was, she wasn't even, she wasn't even born until 1978. Yeah. Um, Wait, was she in mean girls? She was. Yes. And oh, we had dinner she, with her cash. Yeah, we did have dinner with her. I didn't want to bring that up. Make everybody jealous. Well, um, but I'm bringing it up because I want to make everyone jealous. She's yeah, incredible in uh, the like. She's really good in it. She's really goofy, and she's very. She's very. I didn't know she could be like so funny and silly. Yeah, she she is very funny in it, and um, does an amazing. She she does not sing, but she does a great job of like still doing the performance as well. Um, the 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 singer was a runner up in Eurovision Kids. F- found that out uh, as my wife googled. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth it, and it's definitely like I've been thinking about just European music in general lately because I have a at work one of our managers uh, is actually Middle Eastern, but was raised a lot in Europe, and her closing mix is so European in the like dance music way, and in the like it's either dance music or it's like ballads, kind of like uh, all the Eurovision stuff, and how it just like they don't have as much rock and roll influence in it. And it just feels it's, it's just weird. It's not I bad. I found an amazing, I found an amazing uh, playlist on uh, Spotify. Cause sometimes I'll go into Spotify and I'll just put in like, you know, like Indonesian funk or like, you know, or um, mm-hmm. Ethiopian jazz, stuff like that. Just like, you know, just kind of toss it up. And I found this playlist uh, and it's like 15 hours, 249 songs and it's sixties and seventies. Uh, psychedelic music uh, from Cambodia, Turkey, Iran, J- Japan, Indonesia, Peruvian, Thai, and like tons more. So it's just like, and it says not That's Western awesome. inspired psychedelics, but it's a bit of pop, folk, funk from all over the world. It's a really great playlist. Cool. Well, uh, maybe yeah. you send that we'll along, and I'll, yeah, we can link to it. Um, yeah, I hate definitely. to be the the song marshal, but uh, we're about due for another one. You guys want to hit up uh, some gum? Sure, let's do that. Let's hit up some gum. Uh, the this band is gum. from and they're, farther, they're, farther the song. Yes, this was submitted to us by a listener. They're friends of his. His name is Sean Jones. He sent this in. Like I said, if you have friends that like just you know don't listen to it or don't think about sending it, send us their Bandcamp link. Um, this is a band from Chattanooga called Gum with two M's. And the song is farther apart. Great punk rock. Great, great punk rock hardcore stuff. <laughs>
I see why they have that extra M. It's for yes. m- most awesome. There you go. There you go. Um, guys, exciting news. It looks like Vanilla Ice is going to be playing a 4th of July uh, party uh, in Austin, Texas. Um, and uh, his openers are going to be Color Me Bad. Um, uh, yeah. Neil, you, you, wanted, you want us to wait till you get back? Get closer you to sound the... very. Oh wait, sorry, I dropped my mic. Oh, oh yeah. Usually speaking re- directly into it will do. It will pick up the voice better. Hey, I don't need your fucking lecture. No, no. It's just. It was, sorry, it was just friendly advice. I was just. I wasn't trying to get on you about anything. Well, advice. You do sound. You do sound more clear and better than you have the entire episode, and I'm really, really stoked about that. Oh, good. <laughs> um. Vanilla Ice, um, uh, you might remember Vanilla Ice from this specific beatbox. Hello? This, this you, uh, you, wanna, you might remember Vanilla Ice from this specific beatbox. I remember that impressing me so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
I remember like, it's like, it's like, there's some acapella track on it. I didn't say acapella at the time. I said, you know, just, just him. And like, I liked beatboxing, uh, but like, I remember it was like his beatboxing. I remember not being very good, but it was just that like the, uh, and the, uh, beating button were really fucking weird to me. What's that from? That's from, that's, that's having a Roni. What it's like, having a Roni. It's from his first album. What's a Roni? I don't uh, know. Having know. pasta? <laughs> what it's like it's making rice like a That's probably carbs. why he's doing it. It was Bobby Brown who had the tenderoni song. Yes, that's right. Um, uh, this is something that, like, because he also recently um, uh, uh, in a post on Instagram, um, he posted a video of him, like, at some, like, concert or some event and there's just like tons of people and he's like i and in the uh the caption says i can't wait to get back to this the 90s were the best we didn't have coronavirus or cell phones or computers we had five o's blockbuster beavis and butthead wayne's world chris tucker and jackie chan mortal Kombat is still better than Fortnite. the last of the great decades <laughs> wow wait what are five o's five o is copped isn't it yeah you know, like He's like, That's we didn't have this though, fuck right? fuck twelve. We fucked five oh. Hmm. Well, it, that, that came up. Yeah, I always yeah. assume. I, 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 yeah, I had the pleasure of doing a sketch. One of the first sketches I did when I was working at the soup was uh, with uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice as I refer to him. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, uh, the whole bit was that he was um, uh, that he was trying to reinvent. Yeah, it's like so. Like you remember, he tried to go like metal, rap metal, and stuff like that. And then that's like, I was like, oh, it'd be funny if like so. Like Vanilla Ice is trying to go indie rock, and then like I gave him my like you know snap button up Western shirt, which he ended up liking so much that he just took it. Um, <laughs> I remember that shirt. That was a good and shirt. Then, uh, yeah, it was. I fucking missed that shirt so much. Uh, but here's a here's a clip of it. it also features uh, our friends Kurt Neal and Whitmer Thomas, a very young Whitmer Thomas. Whit Thomas. Mm, Kurt. Neil, Kurt, Neil, yeah. No matter what kind of music you're doing, whether it's hip-hop, rap, metal, it's all about street cred. Nobody in the indie rock world would ever respect me if I didn't pay my dues. Good to see you. A lot of people might say, Ice, why get into the indie rock game? Well, you already know that I'm a world-renowned rapper, but these hipsters, they have way more disposable income than most kids who listen to hip-hop. Yeah, like, dude. I buy, I buy Vanilla Ice records, like, once a month, just to, like, do it ironically. Not sure really if I should Instagram it or GIF it or both or what, but Mike Rosenstein there. This is this is Mike Henry on guitar. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention. I know he's doing it to like like trick us into buying his records, but like it worked. Like it's awesome. I I tweeted about it that I thought it was cool, but then I I put like winky face question mark. So I just cover my bases basically. If it's not, if it ends up being cool, then I'm on the right side, and if it's not, then I'm 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 still good. And if there was a problem, you know I solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Ice, ice, baby, yeah. Oh yeah. Ice, ice. Um, I think I like it, but I mean, maybe not. No, I definitely could get into it. Give me some coffee. Ice, ice, baby. 
I personally liked it because we've been doing ukulele covers of Vanilla Ice songs for years and years. It's great seeing like the master. Falling on the concrete real fast, jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Uh, actually, I was just playing this in this coffee shop and then he saw me and listened to it and said, hey dude, why don't you come and play? Ice, ice, baby. That's Wit Thomas on the uh, Glockenspiel. Ice, ice, baby. And then he played Go Ninja Go, and I just picked it up like that. Uh, here we go. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. It's kind of the irony that's folded back so many times, and nobody can tell if it's cool or if people just think it's cool. The fact that I bought this glockenspiel from a vintage toy store as a total joke, and then Vanilla Ice is doing this as a total joke, it becomes real somehow. Ice, Ice, baby, that's how we do, nephew. Word to your mother. By the time they figure it out, I've already been booked at Coachella and sold my line of ice cube trays called Ice Ice Baby Makers. All right. Um, when I, ice I wrote, ice baby I, makers. I, so I wrote that joke. I wrote like I wrote that sketch, and uh, yeah, a lot of our friends are in it. Mike Rosenstein is the one where he's not sure if he should gif it or Instagram it. Um, uh, and then, um, you know, we had like Whit Thomas in there with the glockenspiel, Mike Henry, our friend writer from web soup was like playing the guitar and singing backups. And then we, there was a part, you can't really see it, but you see, um, uh, it's like Abed, um, uh, Abed Gaith is, uh, is like, uh, like looking at books inside the bookstore coffee shop that we shot at stories in Echo Park. And like, uh, and then, and then we, I, we have, we have vanilla ice grab infinite jest and hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then but 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 then at the end of it at the end of it um it's so funny because it's uh like uh like like we go i he says that line i was like okay great you got it like cut you know and then like he's like he's like that's funny you know you know i really have uh ice cube trays right <laughs> like and i was like what he's like he's like oh you didn't know that i thought that's why you mentioned it and apparently he had they're called like uh they're, they're called ice ice babies and there was like he did a line of uh, ice trays. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's gonna die soon because of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> let's remember him that way. Yes, let's um, remember him as a proud ice father. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, that's thanks. Uh, that thanks for letting me play that, guys. So I was uh, I just totally had kind of forgotten about th- that the sketch might be somewhere online, and I was able to find it. Oh, that's awesome! Illegally. Oh. Yeah, 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 and it it worked. It worked audio wise, right? I feel yeah. like it did. Yeah, was that yeah. Cody Fisher? Um, I heard in there too, as well. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cody Fisher also. Uh, Cody Fisher, she's available. Uh, also uh, in there, uh, and then a couple other people from like the uh, UCB scene. It was uh, it was cool for like people to kind of just show up and help out with that yeah. that sketch. I think um, we've been doing that Cody Fisher if she's available bit for going on fifteen years now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like yeah, fifteen years. Um, uh, so real quick, I'm not sure. Did you guys write it? Because our, our 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 associate producer Dan Angler, mm-hmm. uh, who we love, um, uh, and is great, and been doing great work with the uh, the Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at John Ray. Like he puts up great uh, great stuff on Twitter. Also John Radio on Instagram. Uh, like he does a lot of great kind of music news throughout the week, and then also like jokes and images he made. He made from last week's episode. He made like metal, like a death metal album cover for the Odin Kirk aside stuff we played. That was pretty great. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, but he he suggested a game of like uh, because of like hearing about the Dixie Chicks uh, changing their name to the Chicks um, uh, to just kind of, you know, because Dixie has like negative connotations in our, our, our new world. Uh, uh, and about he, he suggested a game where bands and labels trying to get more woke um, by changing their names. And he suggested instead of Asian men records to Asian men records. Well, that's nice. It's doubling it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I tried to write a sum and then I almost wanted to like message back and going, I don't know if this has legs. What'd you, what'd you come I up couldn't with? think of any more. I got um, a full page. Oh, do you really? You got a whole page? All right. Let's, let's just, let's just run through them. Um, uh, like we'll go, I'll go back and forth with you. Neil. How's that? Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so uh, I found that the uh, uh, butthole surfers to be uh, not inclusive enough. So they're changing their name to butthole surfers and boogie boarders. Neil, go. <laughs> uh, the black keys or black keys uh, will now be known as defund police keys. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, uh, Vanilla Ice is going to be changing his name to 31 Flavors Ice. <laughs> Uh, Thin uh, Lizzy is Frank now Black just Lizzy. Nice. Uh, Frank Black and the Catholics are now Frank Reparations. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's great. That's good. That's two. That's yeah. like that's a two and one, Neil. That's yeah. really good. Um, uh, Weird Al will be now known as differently perceived Al Yankovic. <laughs> See, I didn't, I like, I've been, I've been writing jokes for like this other thing. And like, I was just kind of like, I was like, the well is dry, but Neil blaze through your list. Let's, let's hear it. Uh, white stripes are now white privilege stripes. Mm -hmm. Uh, big black is now big black lives matter. (laughs) Um, silver Jews are now silver free Palestine. Uh, (laughs) Pansy division is now LGBTQI division. Oh, that's that's great. Uh, chick, chick is now the yeah yeah yes. I really hope the listeners get that. That's amazing. <laughs> that is what chick means in the in the. Cozy in the the langer, language that that is uh, those clicking sounds are common in. All right, not yes. as funny, yes, but yeah. keep 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 going. <laughs> uh, the breeders are now the heterosexual procreators. <laughs> mm. um, ten thousand maniacs is now ten thousand patients, or according to the DSM five bipolar one. <laughs> <laughs> Inclusion. Uh, it's all about it. Yeah. Uh, meat puppets are now tempeh puppets. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Black Rebel Motor Club is now ACAB Rebel MC. <laughs> oh. Alien Ant Farm is now Refugee Ant Farm. Oh. <laughs> What's <laughs> uh, 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 anything else good on here? And, and oh. just end with one. Give us oh. your last one. And the and the phrase "rocking out with your cock out" is now a class action lawyer representing myself and members of the rock and roll community 
all across the gender spectrum who stand in solidarity to say, no, this kind of sexual violence has no place in rock and roll. And what you did was an uh, abuse of your power and station. And it ends here. Yay! That's, that's really great. Yes. Neil, Neil Mahoney striking wow. a blow for justice. Oh, and yeah, yellow card is... is now COVID-19 card. <laughs> oh, oh, Neil, you ruined it. Oh, you <laughs> fucked it up, Neil. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> say your say your apology one again. Oh, oh, I had one uh 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 I don't know if have you guys ever heard of this band called Bitch Magnet? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now it's apology magnet. <laughs> okay. How about Queer confident how about just confident woman magnet? Because that's all. They're just they're confident. No. No. All right. Oh, um, uh, any guesses as to what I had for Vivian girls? No. No. Well, you're right because they can do whatever they want. <laughs> That's fine. You know, it's weird, Neil. Like the, everything was so woke, and then like the 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 last few ones have felt problematic. <laughs> well. Oh, that took a- me all. Of- eight minutes to write all of these. So. That's, yes. what the, that's what they yes. call the, the sexist Muppet is felt problematic. Mm, love it. Okay. That is it for our show. We oh, want to thank you. My mom wanted me to tell you that she really liked your Mounties joke last week. Oh yeah. The, oh, the, the Mounties joke. Yeah. yeah. The, the, did you tell her my, uh, my Canadian Explorer joke? No. Oh, you said you, you, you had Explorer wheels uh, on, and I said, is it a Canadian Explorer? You had Explorer wheels on your Ford Ranger. Is it a Canadian mm-hmm. Explorer? Because if so, they call those Sir Francis Drakes. <laughs> I got my Sir Francis Brakes replaced. <laughs> is this what you wanted, Claudia? Is this what you wanted to hear? Is this the comedy you so desired, Claudia? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well yeah. thanks so much for tuning in thanks ooh, for the bands ooh, I, that I got gave one. us their music instead of hits from Great. the bong by cypress hill this has been notes from your mom all right let's I'm wrap sure it up you heard the yeah. disappointing yeah sure you heard the disappointing sound of my pen yeah no. being put down yeah no that's a disappointing drum 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 sound yeah my house is sucking <laughs> full of crickets <laughs> Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we want to thank, um, uh, I, w- I personally want to thank Cash Hartzell. I want to thank Neil Mahoney for killing it this week. Oh, thanks, Great job. man. Really, really funny stuff. Really wild. <laughs> really. Oh, that's the one I was trying to figure out, Neil. Like the, you know, the L, the Pansy division, LBG, uh, uh, the LTBG, uh, you know, the, <clears throat> I'm really messing it up because I'm nervous about messing it up. Yes, I was gonna. I was trying to figure out a version of that for uh, uh, the Beastie Boys because you know Beastie stands for uh, boys entering anarchistic states uh, like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's like, and then I, I just my brain hurt from getting all this wonderful music news to chat about. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Tell your friends about the show. It's not that bad. Um, we want to thank, uh, the Sklarbro country network for being our host. We would love to thank Dan Engler as always, uh, um, our theme song uh, behind all those samples you heard of cash saying valediction 
is uh, by Toys That Kill. The song is a little bit stranger. Uh, we want to thank uh, all of our friends uh, for being great. And um, yeah, I want to thank myself for uh, feeling good the past couple days. Yeah, I want to thank I'll Jonathan thank you for that well. too. Yeah. Po- positive amf- affirmations. Uh, and then also, um, yeah, also uh, we're going to end the song with a, with a song from Pup. Now, Pup recently announced that they are going to, we love Pup. I love, it's one of my favorite punk bands, um, but they're going to be releasing a uh, live at the Electric Ballroom, uh, which is like, they played a big show uh, and they recorded it. They said, we never planned on putting these recordings out because we expected them to suck. They were mostly just for ourselves to mark what we considered to be a pretty big moment in our careers. But it turns out they suck a bit less than we expected. So in typical pulp fashion, we made a plan to release them in a self-sabotaging stupid way. The record will be sold for one day only. After that, it's gone. Everyone we work with told us it's a terrible idea, and they are definitely right. But one of the reasons we love working with them is because sometimes they agree to let us fuck up on our own terms and rally behind us in a supportive way. Thanks, guys. So um, uh, starting... That's Philadelphia, right? Um, You know what? I doesn't say here i mean it's got to be a hometown show if it's because they're from much they're from toronto i think uh i'm not too sure sorry neil i don't know the information on that um but uh the um so today today being friday uh that this episode comes out this is the only day you can go to their band camp and uh, buy this uh, record. And if, uh, if 50% of the proceeds will be donated to Critical Resistance and Breakaway Addiction Services in Toronto. Um, and then they also made a song during quarantine, um, whether all uh, in their car or uh, in like they all recorded it separately. And it's a great uh, song um, called Anaph- Anaphyx- Anaphylaxis. Oh, God. Anaphylaxis? Sounds good. I guess it's one of those days. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a good one. to
a swell It was starting to float And I started freaking out Like I was way too stoned And how'd I get feel? Degrees in here.